You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Merry Christmas! What is this? Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. Sprinkle some of that, and Philip is spr- sprinkling it right now. He's showing his happy thoughts, and sprinkling pixie dust. We're having happy thoughts because the Chiefs just won and got the playoffs clinched. Oh. But sprinkle some of that pixie dust and grab your happiest thought, and we're going to fly to, to Neverland. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, all right, this, we're going to just talk to you real briefly because I graduated from university, Central University, University of Central Missouri. What a guy. Uh, and, yes, Last Boy Phil is here with me. Hi. And, of course, I'm your spider pan head Last Boy, Jeremy. Uh, but I, I graduated yesterday, and so I've been really kind of busy this week, so I haven't really got to, a chance to assemble much of a show, so I'm borrowing some audio from DAPmagic.com, where they went and filmed Chris Pratt heading up the Candlelight Processional, which was a surprise. They didn't know at Disneyland that Chris Pratt was going to do it. Awesome. He, it was a surprise for everybody, but they've got some great audio and great video out there. They have a YouTube channel. Go and check it out if you would like to see it, but I'm going to share that audio with you here later in the show, but I have a few things, of course, I wanted to talk about and I gotta tell a story. Oh. And Philip hasn't gotten to hear the story yet. No, I want to hear this story. Okay, so as I was graduating yesterday, all right, so uh, Heather, my wife, had to drop me off at, at a door to walk into the, the, the multi-purpose building there on campus where the thing was going on. And a lady behind me directly and was talking to me said, oh, hey, you dropped your tassel because I was carrying my you know gown and stuff inside to find my place. Well, so I go to get it, and this other girl that I had opened the door for and let her in, this, you know, and she's like, oh, I, I think I lost mine, though, too. And she showed me how she was holding her hat upside down. I was like, oh, I, I must, I might be mine. And I'm thinking, well, it's possible maybe it fell out, mine fell out in the car in the back seat. I said, well, so I was being nice. I gave her the tassel. So then I call Heather, who's trying to park the car. She's not finding a tassel in the back seat. So clearly, that was my tassel, and I just gave it away. <laughs> And I was like, oh, great, I have no tassel. Thankfully, when I get off the phone with Heather, and I'm like, great, what am I supposed to do? Lady next to me says, oh, they have extra tassels over in ticketing for y'all. Oh, so I go over to ticketing, I get a fresh tassel. Great, we're good. So now I go to the hall, and I'm trying to figure... hassle. Yeah, it was a tassel. It was a hassle of a tassel. Yes. But then I go down the hallway where they have everybody at, and I'm used to, like, high school or whatever, they grouped us together, you know? Uh, we're somewhat grouped by somewhat subjects, but we're not like digital media that we're all here. So I go down the hall and I'm looking for some digital media people so I know I'm in the right place. And I see, you know, Rachel and Winston, a couple people. I've The fun thing is Rachel and I started this thing together and we ended it together. We did our tour of the campus together, which unfortunately I didn't remember, but she remembered. But I have, I have a big personality. That's according to the professor, Dr. Joe Moore, even wrote it on the grade and critique of my final that I am a big personality. And that's what's probably going to get me my big talent job. Who knows? Y'all listen to my show. You know I'm a big personality well, already. it won't. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, this is, the, this is the future. This podcast is what led me to go after this degree. But Good. so the Good. funny thing is, so I get in line with Rachel and Winston, and I'm talking to them and like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. And I'm thinking, oh, I should get a selfie with these two because they've been in most of my classes. You know, there's that's people I've pretty much went through the entire course with, you know. 
Um, but there's only five of us at the DMP. Uh, Brittany and uh, Brandon are off over on another side, and Rachel and I are discussing why we can't remember Brandon's name. But we, we, we've only had like one class with him, and he's a very quiet guy. He's a nice guy. Um, but as we go out in the processional, we get out in there, of course, filling us into the seats. They ended the seats right there at Winston. And I got separated from them, and I'll, uh -oh. you know, with, with strangers, like, oh no! So I was Hold on, too. I was like, I was going to march down with them. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I marched down, I sit at the end seat, and I'm right on the side where Heather is sitting, so Heather can find me, and I can find Heather, and so we find each other, you know, oh hey, there you are, that kind of thing. And uh, the funny thing is, when we march up to get our diplomas, we, because Brittany and uh, Brandon had, had gone to the opposite side of the hall. So they were coming from the opposite side of the amphitheater because they were coming up from both sides for the stage. They actually came up right about the time that we were coming up on our side. So all five of the DMP graduates got to go and have their names set at the same time. Now, what was really awesome, and I was sitting there like clapping for everybody, like, yay, Brittany, yay, Rachel. And Rachel got her 4.0. She got to stand up. Yeah. She got a 4.0. Good girl. She, she's very, very nice. She's getting married. So if she listens to the show, very much congratulations. And I hope I get invited to the wedding because, you know. Anyway, free but, cake. No. <laughs> because, because free cake and so, but she's she's very very nice, very very good, sweet person. Good. So uh, she's just having a good year. So awesome. I'm really proud. I'm very proud of her. Um, so but I was clapping for everybody. You know, I was proud of everybody. But the guy who was like announcing from our side. And even a guy who, even when we were, uh, randomly talked up to Heather and I, said that this is exactly the way he was pronouncing it. He sounded like he was announcing wrestlers for the WWE. All right, brother. And so I wish Heather had been recording because I'd love to share that audio. It was like, Jeremy Ray Shields. It was this it. whole thing. It was like, I wanted pyro as I was walking down the ramp after I got it. But I was so excited. I held my diploma up in the air like, yes, it took me 20 years to get this thing. So it was, it was I, fun. I, I wish she could have done like a promo for it. Let me tell you something, Let me brother. tell you something, brother. When I walked onto this campus, I was like, dude, I'm totally going down to those radio studios. Yeah. So yeah, I could have totally. Yeah. Uh, but another quick order of business. All right. Our friends over at DisneyInspires.com, and they have Disney Inspires uh, on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook.com slash Disney Inspires, you'll know them, of course, as uh, Jeff and Amy. Uh, but they, they've got a thing going on on their website throughout the month of December. They are having a little competition of the best Disney podcast, or at least their favorites. Awesome. So they got a, a big long list of I a bunch it. of podcasts, and I see some on here that I enjoy even myself. And I tell you what, I, I sometimes I don't think I stack up next. I mean, especially they got WDW Radio with Lou Mangello. Awesome. I don't even stack up to that guy. But if you all would take the time, get on Apple iTunes and rate me there. If you haven't, go give me get tell your friends to go give me a rating because they're going to take that score. Plus, go to the website Facebook.com Disney Inspires. Uh, and, and go to the main website, I guess, is the, where it's going to be at. But vote. The final day for influencing the rank is on December 25th. So you can vote specifically for my show. And I know you might like some other shows, too, and want to vote for them. That's fine. See if you can vote multiple, multiple times. Just please give me some votes. I would appreciate it very, very much. And, of course, give me some of those iTunes reviews if you've never done it before. I mean, this is just all in fun, but it would be such an honor. And, you know, it's, they're, they're, they're really having a lot of success on Facebook. Disney Inspires, they're, they're ranked one of the top now of getting interaction and they sent me a nice t-shirt and everything and they're really nice people and they live in Springfield, Missouri now which, oh, you know what? That gave me a thought. I might be going down to Springfield for Christmas. Maybe I can see if I can say hello to them because I haven't gotten to say hello to Amy and Jeff in person just to, you know, we've, we've had them on the show. So... 
but yes, make sure you go and do that. And I have been sharing that on uh, our Facebook page, I think, and Twitter, uh, although I couldn't find it on there. But I'll make sure that this information is up there so you can go and you can vote for the Neverland podcast. And then you can go and vote for Skywalking Through Neverland because we like them, too. Yes. Because they, they, you know, let's face it, the uh, Woloskis are the type of people, if you lived in their neighborhood and you got sick, they'd bring you a casserole. That's at least the way they come across to me. That's the, how I consider them because they're just cheery, sweet, and nice. And I bet they, if you were sick, they'd bring you a casserole. The Mayberry type of folk. <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite Mayberry, but they're just cheerful, and and they're you know I think that's the type of people they are. So I, if they've never brought anybody casserole in their neighborhood that was sick, I'd be surprised. I mean, they just come across that way. They're just lovely people. Uh, there's a lot of other nice people with shows. I mean, Brian Ripper over there on All About the Mouse. Uh, I see the BR guest, which I think comes out of St. Louis. Uh, Lou Mangiello, of course, you know the Nostalgia. That's another fun show. Lots of great shows that they've got listed in here. Um, but I would appreciate your votes amongst all these lovely, lovely shows. Even some shows that I'm not familiar with that I might just have to check out one of these days. So, but okay, so that's that. Spanning the Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. Park news. Yes, uh, because I know Philip and I just got a chance. Oh, of course, I, I'd already seen it, but I showed, had to show it to Philip. This is the only park news I really want to get into, but did you all see this video? Beauty and the Beast being built in Tokyo. Woo! Yeah, why is it only in Tokyo? Why do we have it here? Know. Trackless ride system, riding in cups. Oh. And full animatronics of all the characters that look fantastic. Jeremy, you and I have been speaking about a dream of this since we were, well, since the movie came out. We loved it. That's my favorite. The very first time I saw the film, I remember telling you, I called you and said, man, wouldn't that be a great ride? Yeah. And we sat there and talked about how awesome that would be, but we knew it would never happen. And now it's happening in Tokyo. Yes. In Tokyo. In Tokyo. Because I go over there every other day. You yeah, know sure. Uh, well, you know, I get, I'm going to get me a good uh, solid job with my degree now, and I'm going to manage to make a trip to Tokyo so I can ride it. I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to see that dragon. Well, if your, your suitcase is awfully heavy, don't be surprised. <laughs> we'll carry you along in there. I don't know why it weighs 200 pounds. So, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, oh my gosh, the, the animation they based from the animatronics, oh. they looked at the movie and followed the animation. And when you in that video... Scarily so. It's so cool. I couldn't tell for a minute there when they were showing the machinery. I honestly couldn't tell if it was the machine or what you want to call it the or the animatronic or if it was the uh, computer animation. That's how good it, it looks. looks. so good. Yes, I'm so excited. I would love to write it. Oh. not sure when it opens, but it's in Tokyo. Oh, man, it looks good. But, uh, all right, since this is a TV... Well, well, you know what? We'll even talk TV trailers in the trailer park. So uh, let's take a quick trip to the trailer park. Mama, now the gator got in the house. Now the gator? Give me that sugar. Come here. Get him, Mama. Get that gator. The Neverland Trailer Park. So a few years ago, I accidentally received a distress call. I was done with my homework, so I answered it. Now, well, I save the world. Who am I? I'm Kim Possible. I got this. Kim, jump in there! You are late. There's something about her that makes her able to defeat villain after villain after villain. 
A certain spark. I will steal that spark <gasps> that makes Kim possible. Get her! <laughs> Mind if we crash the party? It's mission time. Kim Possible, a Disney Channel original movie coming to Disney Channel. Okay, before we get to the main event in the trailer park, so we've been talking about a TV movie of Kim Possible Kim for Possible. a while, and so they released a trailer. I so far have watched, I think, one, maybe two episodes of Kim Possible. I've seen a few. I've expected them to give an answer for, like, an origin story of why Kim Possible is Kim Possible. Because they don't seem to explain it. Did they ever in the cartoon? Did you recall? Well, to be completely honest, I never got to watch all that much. I used to. I watched a few whenever I used to babysit some children who are deep into it. I mean, they probably could have told you, but I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently of it. I just know that it was kind of a fun cartoon, and I know that the young kids who I used to watch they love Kim Possible. Mm -hmm. They love Unstoppable. You know that. Yeah. So it's a fun know. show. It's. Yeah. I, I actually thought it was to be a little bit more serious than when I watched it. It's very, very it's just silly. Yeah. It's silly and fun. But fun, yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of liked it being silly and fun. Heather didn't really care for it. I think the 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 I don't the attitude of Kim Possible and the what's the sitch thing. I just she deals with teenagers all day in her job. I think yeah. she just she did get to watch cartoon with them. Well, but I personally thought the animation was great back yeah. then. I really did. I thought the the, the art style was yeah. awesome. And I did get to what was the, what was the guy's name? I, he was in uh, Marceline one time when we went up to Tomb Fest. The guy who designed uh, Kim Possible. He didn't create her, but he designed yeah. her. Um, he was up it was there. Well done. Mm -hmm. It was well done. It was a really neat show, yeah. but it never seemed to explain how she got there. Now, I think this TV movie is going to try to give an explanation. Uh, briefly, that they say in the trailer that just one day she accidentally got a distress call and she went and answered it. It's like, well, what gave her the abilities that she has? But it sounds like they ask in this trailer that, oh, she has this possibleness. Which is a little weird and silly and a bit stupid, but... Well, well if, let's give it a chance to see. Yeah, we'll try to give it a chance because really, you know, th this could be, you know, similar to the Flintstones movie. They knew it was a cartoon and they played it like it's a cartoon and it was fun. Mm -hmm. If that's what they did, like, hey, you know what? This is still cartoon. Let's be a little bit silly and just have some fun. Then this could be fun. But I have been seeing on Facebook where people have shared it and they're hating on it already. Yeah. Well, that could be the, the people who grew up with it. You never know. Yeah. I mean, us who didn't know it, we'd probably be the same way if they made a film about, let's say, Thundercats or something that we grew up with. But I'd love a movie about oh, Thundercats. Too. If you they did a good me? one. Oh, oh man. Woo. But let's say that they didn't. Let's say that they made a, a movie called Thundercats and they changed everything. You mean like the new cartoon of Thundercats where they yes. messed everything up? Yes, exactly. Yes. We're, we're being judgmental about it because we know yeah. what we know and we love them. That's that's why you have to be so careful when you make a remake of something that a whole generation has grown to love and we know those characters inside and out, backwards or forwards. They're like family to us. Yeah. And I know it's stupid and silly, but that's the way people are. That's the way you Disney lovers are about your Mickey Mouse, my Mickey Mouse, our Peter Pan, our Tinkerbells, our whoever it is that you're, you're you're referring to in your mind at this moment. You know those characters. They're a part we of you. love me. them. Yeah, they're yes. a part of us. So when you come in there and you start changing our aunts and our uncles, <laughs> my Uncle Baloo, 
<laughs> you, you start changing. <laughs> you start changing around. My aunt, uh, uh, Bibby Bobbity Boo. <laughs> okay. We don't like it. We don't yeah, like it. Yeah. We know who but, they but are. That's what their characters. Yeah. Much. We know how they but are. This looks like they're trying to be faithful to yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to give it. A, I mean, I'm not really big into Disney Channel original movies myself yeah. personally, but I'm going to. I would give it a shot. Yeah. Let's see what they did. It might be fun. You know. Yeah, you never know. It might be fun. We'll see. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a fair shake. But Me the too. granddaddy main event of all trailers Ooh, yeah. happened on Friday. This thing on? Hey, Miss Potts. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'll be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you. did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. Can you buzz me in? So we finally have a name for the Avengers movie. Yes. Endgame. Which I'm not surprised. I kind of thought it would be that because isn't that what Doctor Strange says before he fades out? We're in the endgame now. Yeah. And we know that this is the only way that they could solve things. Doctor yeah. Strange let things go the way, even though he sacrificed himself, he knows that they'll be able to stop it. He's, of the bazillion ways that he loved it happening, this is now, the way he knows it. What about the solved. rumors that you have heard? I, I'm sure you've heard these as well. You've probably heard them a lot more than me. There's the rumors that there are certain actors who are done after this, and some people have rumored, of course, you know, you hear 5,000 rumors, I'm sure. Yeah. There are rumors that Tony Stark, uh, along with Steve uh, and a few others who are going to be gone after this because the actors the are actors done. contracts are up. So yeah. there's lots of rumors that different ones 
feel as if we're going to see a lot of characters die off to save the world, so to speak, yeah. the universe. So what do you think? Is, do you, we don't do you, know. What, what do you think, personally? How do you see? I just want to hear a, a prediction. I'm, I'm feeling more of a write-off into the sunset, or maybe new contracts. In fact, I think the Russo brothers, was, I was seeing something this week, that they're saying that, oh, no, Chris is not done. Yeah. We can do more with Chris. So, I mean, there could be some more Captain America movies. I, I, We're not tired of that character yet, no, I think. No, are you kidding? I love the... Hey. I, mean, I would like to see that they could pass it to Bucky and you have Bucky Steve Rogers, on. yes. He, he could still hand it off. Yeah, Steve, I mean, Steve comes back as other things. You yeah. know, he, he may In not fact, be Captain we, America, but... Clint Barton coming back as Ronan in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I just because... Just because that part of his life is done doesn't yeah. mean his life doesn't mean he done. doesn't can't show up. So, and I, Robert Downey Jr. seems like he's enjoying this so much. Yeah. I, I could see him wanting to come back and but do more. Even if even if it does have to happen, it could be a magnificent seven moment. You know, it could have be have them all die, ha, or a few uh, of them. A few go that down. That would be even them. rougher than the, <laughs> the but, movie if they all a, die. A, a few to save the rest of the ship. You yeah. know, uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs the of the few. Only one. Oh, but let me tell you something. Out of danger. But yeah, but Captain uh, Kirk did that with Spock, but mm-hmm. Spock did come back. That's right. To search for Spock. That's right. Know? We had to look for him. Yeah. So so there. The wrath of Thanos, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love the reference to the scarecrow there at the beginning where the Thanos armor is hanging on a scarecrow. Yes. And him in the plane. So like that's exactly like what happens after the Infinity War, which I haven't finished reading that. I, I own digital uh, comics of that. I need to finish reading that, that other story that happens afterward. Because it looks like they're going to reference and pull from that, which is cool. Yeah, that's good. And we did see Nebula around. And I'm I'm still going to lean on they might use some of the aspects of what happened in the comics where Nebula did use the time gem and you grabbed the, got the glove and fixed it to restore herself. But what I'm calling on this is the only thing Nebula would care about is her sister. Yeah. She will reverse everything to bring back Gamora. Yeah. It shows so, that she's not all bad. Right. She's got a lot of good. Nebula's had a lot of horrible things happen to her. But we've seen that she loves her sister. It's a weird love. Yeah. It's but, thick love in a way. Yeah. But it's gotten, you know, we have some sort of reconciliation yeah. there in Guardians Volume well, she 2. Because she tried to kill her. That's what's uh-huh. so funny about because it. Because she just wanted a sister. Yeah. It's weird. And she, someone, when she finally gets her sister relationship, Thanos takes it away from her. Yeah. She is going to take him down and she's going to get that glove. And I think yeah. she's going to bring her sister back, which in order to do that, she's going to bring everybody you know, back. I just realized who so. they should get to take out Thanos. Hmm. Captain James T. Kirk. <laughs> Still, old friend. You made to take out just about everyone else, but you keep missing the target. <laughs> they need William Shatner. He has not been in the Marvel Universe. We need William Shatner. Say it with me, folks. Didn't we Marvel need... actually have the rights to some Star Trek comics at one point? Oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah. There you go. There you go. So did DC. So this could yeah. be the bond. The, the bond, bond. Together. The bond of Marvel DC love. Captain Kirk. We knew he saved the universe somehow. Oh, yes, we did. Starship Enterprise suddenly travels in time and wham, right into Thanos. Yes, let's save it. (laughs) It just seemed logical. I know. <laughs> Fascinating. Even bringing, well, yeah, I guess you'd have to bring in Shatner, but it'd be kind of fun to bring in some of the cast because we don't have Leonard Nimoy anymore. No. But yeah, not like this is ever going to happen. But boy, that would be kind of weird and fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. And then you find the excuse to cross Star Trek and Star Wars. There we go. There you go. Mark Hamill and, and uh, William Shatner together. Finally. 
<laughs> well, Mark, so, well, Mark Hamill is a ghost, I guess, and so he can we'll he can show up on the Enterprise. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, now we know why Luke Skywalker disappeared. He got beamed up. That's it. That's, that's it. That's he's on the Enterprise. <laughs> we solved it because that's why J.J. Abrams is making this one because he's, he's the one who relaunched Star Trek. He's the Bond. He's that's the, right. Yeah. We solved we the equation. Luke Skywalker is on the Enterprise. <laughs> you heard it here first. We figured it out. <laughs> we solved it. Fake goodness for the Star Trek Star Wars geekdom. <laughs> yes, it's happening. <laughs> Mark your calendars, folks. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off the deep end. We've gone so far off the deep end that we're we're passing up Wiley Coyote on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, this has gone on long enough. I think it's time for some Christmas. Let's go and hear that candlelight processional from Disneyland from BAPMagic.com with Chris Pratt as our narrator. What?
ladies and gentlemen, Chris Pratt. About 2,000 years ago, God sent an angel named Gabriel to a city in Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin who was betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. This is a descendant of King David. That virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And the Bible says, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. That seems confusing to me, so I'll just paraphrase. She was kind of scared because an angel just fell up from the ceiling. <laughs> but that angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God, and behold, you will consume, consume, no, behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call this son Jesus.
those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. Mary gonna have that baby. <laughs> and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. shepherds living out in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night and behold an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid but then the angel said to them do not be afraid for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people for there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger.
shepherds rose to follow the star as it shone in the east, when suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another we better go to Bethlehem uh, let us go now and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has just now made known to us and they came with haste and they found Mary Joseph and the baby lying in a manger and when they had seen him they made widely known the saying which was told to them 
concerning this child. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Who mangers greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch our After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. We have come to worship him. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, search carefully for the young child. And when you found him, bring back word that I may come and worship him also.
when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and they worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Like the wise men and shepherds over 2,000 years ago, we pause to remember the child. Sleeping in the night and his eternal promise of goodness and light. 
blessing for which we deeply yearn. It moves us to welcome this season with a renewed sense of kindness and compassion to others. We gather at celebrations. We create memories with families and friends. We go home. The coming of the holidays brings the promise of faith, of hope, and of love and as the bible says the greatest of these is love 
Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And so from age to age, from the mighty to the meek, from the young to the old, from the healthy and the sick, for the rich and the poor, for all nations, great or small, we rejoice in this season of love with one another, with merry greetings, with gracious gifts, and with glorious song. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, 
the everlasting father and the prince of peace.
we extend our sincere thanks to our Candlelight Choir. Our featured soloists and guitarists. Our sign language interpreter. The Candlelight Orchestra, Bell Choir, and Fanfare Trumpeters. Our conductor, Nancy Salahian. And tonight's special guest narrator, Chris Pratt. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, it was really my honor to share this beautiful candlelight ceremony with all of you. It's been a very special and an inspiring night. Um, for me, being a parent has really changed my life in, in so many ways. And, and one of those ways is to understand truly the love that a father can have for a child. And when I stare at this precious little creation of mine here, and I watch the ways in which he tries to please me, I just feel a love that is, that is so pure and unending and the way we love our children and the more we love our children the more we will understand the capacity for our father in heaven to love us each and every one of us a precious creation and he just marvels in the ways in which we could try to please him that should give us all a great deal of comfort. I know it does for me. This holiday season, let us embrace every one of our tomorrows with hope and love. And through this holiday spirit, may we continue to spread peace and goodwill throughout the world. Thank you and Merry Christmas! Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official lost boy or pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit patreon.com slash neverlandpodcast to donate to keeping the pixie dust alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. 
All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions, and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello, everybody. This is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true.